the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Not affiliated with the Synergy Group Incorporated. Charlie Kirk gets the message. So we have Tucker Carlson being targeted by the DOD. We have our capital under military occupation. And we have a congresswoman that is being flooded with military members from Guam. If you want to send a clear message to your political opponents, show them that we're in control and that you aren't. That's exactly what they are doing. The Charlie Kirk Show, weeknights at 9 on AM 1250. The answer. Would you take 175 bucks a minute? That's what Dina Nicole Simmons got to tell people running the schools in Naperville, Illinois, how rotten white people are. It was the 2021 Equity Institute back in uh, late February. There's that word equity again. It's everywhere. And who is Dina Nicole Simmons? She's an anti-racism consultant, of course. And uh, according to a whistleblower, she told the people at the Institute that, quote, our education is based on a foundation of whiteness and that Americans are spiritually murdering students. Um, they, now, remember, this is a, a, a talk to teachers. How would you like to have the, your kids or grandkids being taught by the people who attended this meeting? And, of course, this is all about critical race theory, uh, now known as CRT. And according to the Federalists, the session's objectives, uh, there were four bullet points. Explore imposter syndrome, whatever that is. That seems scary even to think about what that, the definition of that is. Anyway, that was one of them. Discuss the skills of emotional intelligence as well as culturally relevant and anti-racist practices, whatever that means. Also, explore the intersections between culturally relevant practices and emotional intelligence. How would you like to sit through an hour of that, of exploring the intersections between culturally relevant practices and emotional intelligence? I don't have the emotional intelligence to sit through that. Describe, this is another one, uh, quote, describe ways to uh, incorporate culturally relevant and emotionally intelligent practices into participants' lives and work. I mean, who sits there and listens to that? And the school district won't release, by the way, exactly what was in the presentation. This came from a whistleblower uh, because it signed a contract that says that they can't release what was said at this thing. And all this money being paid for it, and the, the people who paid for it, you know, the taxpayers, they're not allowed to see it. Not only that, but the contract said there would be no recording of any sessions, so you can't have that. And, of course, the school district would buy books uh, from uh, Nicole, Dina Nicole Simmons um, that would be then made um, requirements for the, the, the kids in school. Um, uh, no, I, I shouldn't say that for the. I think it's for the staff that she bought it. They bought them for uh, from her for the staff. Uh, anyway, uh, Dina Nicole Simmons was paid ten thousand five hundred dollars for a one-hour Zoom call to spew this garbage. Now, if you're a teacher, you'd be wondering a little bit about the money spent for that for an hour to hear her, and, and when you're making what sixty thousand bucks a year, maybe. And of course, it was paid for by Illinois taxpayers. So apparently, um, ripping white people pays well these days. Uh, The Federalist also points out that Ibram Kendi, he's a real uh, gem, he got $44,000 from the Fairfax County, Virginia Public Schools for a one-hour virtual lecture and $24,000 for his books, which would be required uh, reading for the students, by the way. So $44,000 for showing up for an hour to tell white people how rotten they are, and they sit there and they listen to it, and it's all absolute garbage. Uh, Ibram says that if you're white and you deny that you're a racist, you know what that means? You're a racist. That's what he says. I think that uh, he's he's been employed by the New York or uh, the Boston Globe 
to uh, to spew on anti-racist uh, nonsense. So anyway, these two uh, are, uh, examples are uh, two more advertisements for school choice. When we come back, uh, switching subjects, we're going to talk to an expert on China about how the Chinese are trying to take over the world, including the solar system. And there are useful idiots everywhere helping them do it. Stick around. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing. But are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers, making buying decisions right now and for the future. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Some home repairs just can't wait for spring, especially a leaky roof or drafty old windows. Well, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, windows, gutters, and downspouts, siding, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew, so don't put it off. Right now, Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Get new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office. Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial, aluminum, wood, and composite. And to show their appreciation to stag fans everywhere, you'll also get 10% off your total project when you mention this show. Get 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and 10% off. Backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsruspittsburgh.com. I have two dogs, Sam and Bailey. Both are golden retrievers. Poor Sam, he was a mess. Always itching, his paws were soaking wet all day from just constant licking. He had bald spots on his back. I just don't like putting shots and steroids into your dog all the time. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dynavite is nutrition. Probably two weeks after he started Dynavite, I started seeing great improvements and today 99% of his issues are non-existent. It's amazing stuff. Since Bailey has been 12 weeks old, he's been a Dynavite dog and he has zero issues today. He won't eat his food without Dynavite. When I get out the Dynavite, my dogs actually salivate like I'm getting them a treat. They drool over it. Dynavite is the best thing you can do for your dog. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Have you heard? Rodents are taking over. According to various news articles, recent COVID-19 related disruptions have caused abnormal behaviour in rodents, making them become more aggressive. Don't let your home or business be invaded with a disease-carrying rodent infestation. Keep them away with plug-in pest-free. G'day. I'm Scott from Plug-in Pestvery. Using the active wiring in your home or business, Plug-in Pestvery goes to work keeping rodents and pests away, the more humane way without using toxic poisons or other harsh pesticides. Just plug it in. It's that simple. Now that's fair income. Stop the infestation and order yours today at gopestfree.com and receive a free hand sanitizer pen with every order using promo code PEN. That's go pestfree.com promo code P-E-N go pestfree.com promo code PEN don't spray and regret plug in and forget this is the John Steigerwald show on AM 1250 the answer lots of discussion in the media about China this past weekend but most of it was focused on the Asian women who were murdered in Atlanta and whether or not it was another crime committed against Asians by a white supremacist. 
But criticism of China has been blamed for the increase against uh, the, the the increase in violence against Asians, and that seems to be taking the focus away from the really important stuff. Uh, Gordon Chang has written multiple books on China, including the Great U.S.-China Tech War. You can follow him on Twitter at Gordon G. Chang, and he joins us now. Gordon, always good to have you on. Thanks for coming back. Oh, well, thank you so much. So uh, I'm going to start you off with this. Uh, this is from Brian Williams of MSNBC on Friday. I don't know if you are aware of what he said. Um, this is a quote from him. Uh, he was having a discussion about the the shootings in Atlanta and you know whether or not Donald Trump talking about the China virus or the Wuhan virus is the the reason for the for the violence. Anyway, this is what he said. Quote: Why, as I mentioned last night, have we seen just in the last two weeks? mentions especially on the right in the media of people only calling it communist China, like when you and I were growing up. What does that say about the media's understanding of what's happening with China? In well, China, China is and, definitely communist. And matter yeah. of fact, they call themselves that, and they actually are very proud of it. I mean, the formal name is the Communist Party of China, as it's rendered mm-hmm. in English. And um, although they sometimes will make uh, liberalizations of their economic system, they have made it very clear that the perfect uh, their goal is a perfect communist state. Now, whether we uh, think they're sincere or not, the point is they have had many opportunities to change their names because people have asked them to do so, but they won't. And and but what is it? I mean, it's for Brian Wilms to say that, like when you and I were growing up, like something has changed. You know, like well, no, it's it's insane. Yeah, and and under Xi Jinping, the current ruler, um, he's going back to policies that are familiar would be familiar to Mao Zedong, who established mm-hmm. the People's Republic in 1949. There's much more state control. They are moving away from authoritarianism, and they are now moving to totalitarianism. And although they're not there yet, that's clearly the direction. So. Um, you know, what whenever it might say of uh, China 30 years ago or 20 years ago, it is um, moving to a much more communist-controlled government. Now, one element that the Cold War with the Soviets didn't have was race. Um, will the Chinese uh, exploit Americans' fear of criticizing them out of fear of being called a racist? They, they'd ha- I would think they'd have to be pretty happy about that going on right now, that you're, you know, any any suggestion that, that the Chinese might have had something to do with COVID or that they're just a, a bad country that we should not be dealing with means that you're anti-Asian. Yes, well, clearly um, we have seen over the last week a concerted campaign on race. And this has its origins that go back until last year. But within the last week, it's become unmistakable. So, for instance, at the Anchorage meeting on Thursday, Yang Jiaxer, who was the China's lead diplomat, talked about Black Lives Matter in his opening presentation. Yep. Um, we have seen a number of propaganda pieces over this last week that talk about white supremacy. That is supposedly America's policy in Asia. And there have been a number of propaganda pieces in the Global Times, which is controlled by the Communist Party, um, that say that criticism of China is um, causing uh, hatred, hate crimes against Asian Americans. And so therefore, there shouldn't be criticism of uh, communist policies, which is clearly wrong and misguided. Um, but this is an important part. And, and also, there's something else. That Xi Jinping, in a landmark speech at the end of last year, talked about the East is rising, the West is declining. He didn't say China is rising. And I think what he's trying to do is to unite Asia against, quote-unquote, white Westerners. Um, mm-hmm. This harks back to the greater coast, the Japan's uh, greater East Asian co-prosperity sphere of the 1930s, where Japan tried to do the same thing. So uh, China is triggering at least a civilizational war and maybe a global race war. Well, is this the, the epitome of useful idiots, people now becoming afraid to criticize China uh, because of being called racist and the, and and how, how much that just plays into the Chinese hands? 
Yes. And as an Asian American, as a Chinese American, I could say that um, when Chinese Americans say that you shouldn't criticize China because of hate crimes in America, what they Mm -hmm. are doing are supporting a Communist Party narrative, and they're causing other Americans to look at Chinese Americans as disloyal. And I believe that uh, that is going to be, if anything, going to be the cause of hate crimes. Now, I don't think that there's a hate crime problem against Asian Americans or um, Chinese Americans now, but uh, Asian Americans, Chinese Americans could cause one by identifying with America's enemy, and that is the People's Republic of China. You know, you write at the, and we're talking to Gordon Chang, uh, and you can follow him on Twitter at Gordon G. Chang. You write at the, the Gatestone Institute that everything they do is a means of claiming sovereignty, including in space, on the moon and on Mars. What will they do in space? What's that all about? Yeah, um, China's uh, head of lunar space exploration in 2015, I believe, said that, um, that Beijing would try to exclude others from going to the moon and Mars if China was able to get there first and to um, actually establish control. And they're talking about the moon and Mars as a part of the People's Republic of China. That's their goal. So we've got, you know, this may sound ludicrous to us, uh, impossible, and that's another conversation. But the point is, this is what the Chinese are saying. And we Americans cannot ignore it just because we think that it's stupid or whatever. Yeah, and... um... What's what's China doing with genetics? Uh, you write about that. Uh, that's that's some really scary stuff. What they're doing with that, eugenics yeah. and and uh, and genetics. China is trying to um, develop a race of superhuman Chinese, and it's no accident that a Chinese researcher is the first and so far only person to use gene editing tools on embryos to create live births. Um, a Chinese researcher named He Jianqoi did that in 2018. He said that he was trying to do it to make the girls um, resistant to HIV. He removed the human CCR5 gene, um, but many people believe he was trying to also enhance the intelligence of the twin girls. We know that the People's Liberation Army is conducting experiments on people to try to do that, and Chinese researchers are inserting human genes into primates, monkeys, to increase their intelligence and to give them the ability to speak languages. So this is really weird and dangerous and unethical, and um, China's continuing it at a fast pace. And what's the end game there? Uh, to create a, a, a race of superhuman Chinese who will take over the world. Xi Jinping yeah. has been dropping hints that China is the world's only sovereign state, that everybody mm-hmm. else should be consider themselves as subject to China's rule. Again, we might find this ludicrous and impossible, but that's what they're saying, and we cannot ignore it because we Americans are very good at ignoring what our enemies say about us, and every once in a while we pay a high price for that. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and in your piece today at uh, at the uh, Gatestown Institute, um, Gates Stone Institute. You, you you talk about the fact that the, the the motivation might be to create something like COVID nineteen that that would uh, affect everybody in the world except in China because they would by the use of DNA uh, they would be able to to create uh, um, uh, an, an immunity to it so that the rest of the world would be struggling and the economies crashing like they have been. And China would be doing fine. Is that yeah, what they China were trying be, to do with COVID? Well, there are a couple things here. First of all, we know that China's military has been talking about developing pathogens that will attack only foreigners. They did this in 2017 in their um, authoritative publication, The Science of Military Strategy of China's National Defense University. And they talk about a new type of biological warfare of, quote, specific ethnic genetic attacks. Now, there's been some reporting that they actually are working on this. Um, I don't think they've succeeded, but the point is just think of what COVID-19 did. It hobbled societies, and it's killed now something like 243,000 Americans. So if they were ever able to develop a bug that would attack only us, they could end up as the world's only viable society. They could end up as the world's ruler, as they want to be. They could end up controlling the moon and Mars. 
So what we think is impossible is actually quite possible if China is able to develop pathogens of that sort. And they're working on that. Um, are other countries working on stuff like that, or is this something that's unique to China? I think that it's unique to China. Um, you know, we are a party to the Biological Weapons Convention, and that prohibits research into making biological weapons. And I don't think that we're doing that. Um, the point right now, though, and this is this is quite apart from the development of uh, unique pathogens. China took COVID-19, whether it came from a lab or whether it was a natural zoonotic transfer, and they turned it into a biological weapon. They did that by lying about the contagiousness. They said it wasn't contagious when they knew it was highly contagious. And they did it by pressuring other countries not to impose travel restrictions and quarantines on arrivals from China while they were locking down their own country. By locking down their own country, they thought that quarantines and these measures would be effective in stopping the spread of disease, which means they thought they were spreading the disease by getting other countries to accept passengers from China. So they turned it into a biological weapon if it wasn't one already. But I'm, uh, yeah, it's a long piece that that, that you uh, that you wrote, and I'm and I uh, there's there's some just really scary stuff in there. But the stuff about COVID nineteen. Uh, let me see if I got this right. Um, that it's possible that when when COVID COVID nineteen escaped from a lab, possibly while they were trying to come up with um, uh, a vaccine to make everyone else, everybody in China, immune to COVID-19 before they released it. Is, am I, am I yeah, getting that I, right? I, I, we don't know the origin of the disease. Um, yeah. I think the most likely explanation is that it did accidentally escape from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. But it could have been a, a natural zoonotic transfer. That we don't know. But we do know that they did turn it into a biological weapon by deliberately spreading it beyond their borders, which means that the deaths that we've suffered in our country and around the world, 2.7 million of them, are a direct result of China's malicious and deliberate actions, which makes that not only murder, but mass murder. And, and what should the U.S. do to retaliate for what they did with COVID-19? We have to impose severe costs on China. And the reason is that this is not the last pathogen that will be developed on Chinese soil. And we cannot allow Xi Jinping, the Chinese ruler, to think that he can deliberately spread the next disease. So I think that we need to cut trade. Uh, we need to cut investment. We need to start closing their consulates in our country. We need to do all sorts of things to impose costs on China so that it doesn't spread the next disease. We have to deter China. It just seems to me that, you know, quite, quite apart from issues of justice and all the rest of it, we've got to deter China from doing this again. And um, what, what Joe Biden has reversed a lot of Donald Trump's policies toward China. Uh, how happy has that made the Chinese? It made them very happy because, among other things, Biden did not ask for anything in return. Just to give you one example, um, we started talking about racism. There's a January 26th executive order from President Biden about the xenophobia, which he criticized not by name, but he certainly criticized President Trump um, for terms like China virus and the rest of it. That's propagating a Communist Party narrative. Uh, and so when we hear the Communist Party with this vicious propaganda this last week, this, I think they've been encouraged by um, the president of the United States to do this. Um, I, I'm not saying Biden wanted them to do it, but that's the natural consequence of his actions. I got to have a minute left with Gordon Chang. Uh, he's written multiple books on China, including The Great U.S.-China Tech War. You can follow him uh, on Twitter at Gordon G. Chang. Last thing, Gordon, I have a little bit less than a minute. You know, with when we were fa focusing on Islamist uh, and, and uh, terrorists from uh, Islam, you can kind of understand that uh, the fanaticism about spreading their religion. What is it that about China? Is it just economic? What is it about China that makes them so obsessed with control, taking over the world? Why? Uh, that's a great question. Um, first of all, they believe that they're the world's only legitimate ruler. This goes back to China's imperial era of 2000 years, where they believed 
that they had the right and the obligation to rule what they called Tientsia, or all under heaven, and also because they're a communist state. Um, and communism believes that, that its spread must be uh, around the world totally to exclude capitalism. So you put those two things together, you get an expansionist regime. Pretty scary stuff, uh, Gordon. I really uh, always appreciate having you on. Uh, you're you're the expert on China, and people need to listen to you. And I don't know if they're listen, listening enough, but I'll be listening here. I appreciate it. Thanks. Well, thank you so much, John. Okay, that's Gordon G. Chang. Follow him at Twitter, at Gordon G. Chang. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A 14th juror has been seated for the trial of a former Minneapolis police officer charged in George Floyd's death. At least one more juror is needed before opening statements begin next week. Derek Chauvin is charged with murder and manslaughter. A curfew in effect in Miami Beach, and that curfew could extend through the end of spring break. The police chief described day after day of melees that had people fleeing for their lives before the city finally moved to shut things down. Miami Beach Mayor Dan Gelber is waving off criticism that the crowd was targeted because it has been mostly black. South Florida has been a spring break hotspot in one of the few states fully open during the pandemic. Stocks finishing higher today. The Dow gained 103 points. The Nasdaq was ahead 162. This is SRN News. A heart attack? He was 47. What about Janice and the kids? Do they have life insurance? No. Call Select Quote now and get the insurance your family needs at a price you can afford. In minutes, Select Quote found John, 45, in excellent health, a $500,000 policy for only $29 a month. And his wife, Anne, 43, in excellent health, a $500,000 policy for only $21 a month. At Select Quote, we comparison shop some of the most trusted insurance companies in America to find you the best rate in minutes. And it's free. For your free quote, call 1-800-644-1331. That's 1-800-644-1331. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-644-1331. Select quote. We shop. You save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. AM 1250, The Answer. AM 1250, The Answer.com. Hugh Hewitt. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt on the next Hugh Hewitt Show. J.D. Vance is rightly famous for his book, Hillbilly Elegy. You heard me talk about it with him years ago on this show. Now he's considering a run for the United States Senate in the great state of Ohio. J.D. Vance joins me on the next Hugh Hewitt Show. Hugh Hewitt. Weekday mornings at 6, right before Mike Gallagher at 9 on AM 1250. The answer. Businesses that run like clockwork establish routines they trust. That's why over a million companies rely on CentOS. We'll help you protect employees and customers with essential safety supplies, inspect your fire protection systems and devices, hygienically launder your uniforms, and keep you well stocked with the leading hand sanitizers and disinfecting wipes. Learn how CentOS can help you open your doors with confidence. Oh, I'm ready! Visit CentOS.com and get ready for the workday. Few moments bring you joy like opening your inbox after you've done your taxes, clicking the subject line, and reading that one email you've been waiting for so... What? Someone already filed my return? During tax season, your personal info, like your name or social security number, is all right there on your tax forms, possibly getting emailed and shared more than usual. And that could leave you exposed to identity thieves. Good thing LifeLock monitors your personal info, alerts you to possible suspicious activity, and if you become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock helps you keep what's yours. Join today and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code SMART. 
That's promo code SMART for 25% off at lifelock.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Look out for an accident. Lincoln Avenue at Atwell Street. Also a crash. Freeport Road at Burtner Road in Harrison. Delays on the Parkway East and West. On the Parkway East outbound, it's congested Bates Street to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. About a four-minute delay. The usual slowdowns inbound. Parkway West also looking busy with some volume delays outbound. Banksville Road to Green Tree. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. We'll see clear to partly cloudy skies for tonight with a low of 37. Tomorrow, some sunshine giving way to clouds. It'll be mild with a high of 65. Mostly cloudy and mild tomorrow night. A shower in spots in the evening, followed by occasional rain and drizzle late, the low 49. Wednesday will be mostly cloudy and mild with a couple of showers. We'll see a high Wednesday of 67. With the Iraqi weather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, we uh, talked about this on um, Friday I, when, when the, the big guy fell up the stairs of uh, Air Force One. And I said it'll be really interesting to watch how the most of the non-Fox, non-Newsmax, non-OANN um, media cover or don't cover this uh, th- this incident and show the video. Now, the, the, uh, nice to know that uh, the legacy U.S. media maintained silence on that fall. This is according, I think, this is the Daily Mail, um, and MSNBC, the L.A. Times, CBS. And I said, by the way, that don't expect them to. You know, don't be shocked if you don't hear about it. And remember, these are the same people who um, went crazy when Trump walked slowly down a ramp back in, I think it was June. Uh, but MSNBC, the LA Times, CBS News, Washington Post, New York Times, and others have yet to report on the incident, which occurred at Joint Base Andrews as the president was preparing to take off for Georgia. Now, uh, this was written today, I believe. According to the Daily Mail, CNN, NBC, and ABC News all featured brief mentions uh, and But they made sure to mention that the president is fine after the stumble. Apparently no doctors brought on to talk about his his um, cognitive issues or the fact that he's uh, demented or feeble or in just in general poor health the way they did with Trump. Uh, the New York Post, though, did, did uh, run it, and it's it uh, ca- karma's trip. That time Biden mocked Trump over slippery ramp descent. Um, meaning they actually showed the trip and they talked about the fact that uh, Trump, as we played that sound here for you on Friday, Trump, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Biden actually um, laughed at Trump for, for the way he was so carefully navigating his way down the uh, the ramp. Um, but the Trump stumble uh, got all kinds of front page news. Now, foreign media, uh, though, they seem to like this story. Uh, U.K. outlets are having a lot of fun with it, it says here. Um, It says U.S. President Joe Biden falls over three times trying to climb stairs of Air Force One. Uh, Another headline there was Air Force gone. Joe Biden, 78, falls three times on plane stairs months after injuring foot. And then uh, another high headline about Biden Biden slipping. But... um, the guy has the guy the day before had said that uh, Kamala Harris was president of the United States, uh, and um, he tripped going up the stairs. And the best video I saw, I'm, I hope you've seen it. Somebody intercut Donald Trump on the tee with a driver, with a pretty good swing, by the way, and hitting a good drive, and then cutting to the shot of Biden going up the stairs. And it's three quick swings by uh, Trump. And then after each swing, there's a shot of a ball hitting Biden in the back of the head. And he falls once, and then Trump swings again. And then another ball hits Biden in the head. I laugh thinking it's such so well done. And Biden falls down the second time, and then he it cuts right back to Trump with a swing again. And then the third ball 
uh, hits Trump in the back of the head as he's trying to get up from the second fall, and he stumbles down. It's pretty pathetic and sad, and you probably shouldn't make fun of a 78-year-old man going up the stairs, but he kind of, you know, by laughing at Donald Trump and saying and telling everybody to watch me run up the stairs of uh, Air Force One, it's kind of, it is karma, and uh, you can't really feel sorry for him. Sorry, uh, Joe, but, uh, you know, the world's laughing, and you deserve it. But um, And then today, by the way, the last I saw, this was a, about an hour or so ago, maybe a little more than that, that uh, he put a lid on the day at, uh, I think it was 1.13 p.m. today, done for the day. That's it. We got, we got people storming the border, all kinds of craziness going on down there, and uh, Joe decided that uh, he was going to pack it in today at 1.13. I don't know, go take a nap. Uh, who knows what he did. And this, by the way, getting back to him falling, remember this is also the guy who says he uh, broke his foot, who did whatever he did to his foot that required a boot. Uh, because he was chasing his dog and grabbed his dog by the tail when he got out of the wet shower. Uh, you know, he's wet from the shower. So, uh, and then that <laughs> that dog later, I don't know if it was that dog, one of his dogs later went on to bite somebody, and I don't know where the dogs are living now. But uh, it's, it's we're, in, we're, we're two months into this, and it's pretty pathetic. And there's, there's no way to believe that this guy's going to make it through four years. Um, and, uh, you know, he he also uh, is he's he's, he's uh, on a video. Yeah, I think it was um, yesterday. The video was taken. Not sure which day exactly, but there's a video out there. He's getting ready to get on uh, the chopper, I think it was, and he's with Kamala Harris, who, by the way, is lurking all the time for some reason. She's hanging there with him. He goes to get on the uh, the chopper, and he's with some Secret Service agents, and they're on the on the tarmac. And he starts walking around. It looks like he doesn't know where he is. And and uh, Kamala has to come over and say, "Joe, there you go. See the big bird there with the with the with the with the blades. That's you. That's the get on there. Let's go. We're getting out of here." And uh, she pats him on the back as he walks toward the toward the uh, toward the helicopter. Um, it's really, I mean, it's funny, but it's pretty scary that that guy's the president of the United States. He's two months in. He's 78 years old. I mean, try to picture him in 2023 when he's halfway through his term and he's 80 years old. Uh, it's just not going to happen. So that's it for Joe. I, I, and I said, as I said, this he was the the, the media were not going to do this story the way they did it with Donald Trump. That was never going to happen. So. Uh, meanwhile, here we are. It's, uh, what is it, March 21st or 22nd, whatever the date is today. And, uh, yeah, March 22nd. And so there are only, what, uh, April, May, about two, two and a half, three months left of um, school for the kids. And there's a lot of kids still aren't in school. Well, you know, what's interesting is uh, to give you an idea of um, – which which states are doing the the worst job of getting the kids back into school? Um, there's a, a Phil Kirpin who we've had on the show a few times. He's a, he's good on all this stuff. Um, California uh, over it's like sixty seventy percent of the kids are still in school virtually. Oregon's the same. Um, New Mexico's uh, just a little bit below that, but um, Pennsylvania is. I'm going to count them here. Three, six. Pennsylvania is about the tenth worst for the number of kids that are still in school virtually, according to Phil Kirpin's chart here. And and then the in-person index, uh, West Virginia, 100% of their kids are in um, in school, in person. Same with um, uh, who else here? South Dakota, North Dakota, Wyoming, um, Florida. Florida it looks like at about 95%. It's a graph I'm looking at here. And if you go all the way down to the bottom of it, and you get California at like less than 20, looks like about 20% for California. And uh, New Jersey's down there, uh, less than half. So the blue states are not doing a very good job of getting the kids back in school. And Pennsylvania is about, eh, Pennsylvania is about in the middle there. 
not not doing well and getting kids back in school um and when's it going to end you know that that's the that's the question but um as of right now west virginia right down the road from us somehow has been able to have 100 percent of their kids going to school like regular human beings and uh pennsylvania yeah less than 50 it looks like so we're running out of time you know pretty soon it's going to be april and then you only got what two months left and you're into june and that's when school's supposed to be out so uh whether or not anything's going to change here and 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 you have people out there i i went for a walk today <laughs> every once in a while my wife and i will take our dogs and uh we live in washington county but we'll drive into our old stomping grounds in mount lebanon and walk just because we like to walk there and there's some good neighborhoods to walk in it's flat and some some of the places where we go and I was walking today in Mount Lebanon, and, and I was on uh, Beverly Road. It was about 8.30 uh, this morning. And I, I, I'm I, going to say that it was 98% of the people I saw walking outside on Beverly Road were wearing masks. Um, and one guy I saw had his dog. He was uh, sitting there outside one of the, one of the uh, cafes there, and he – he was sitting there uh, without a mask, and he was fine. But er- people were walking by, some of them walking their dogs, not on the main drag, but headed toward the side streets, you know, the residential streets. They're walking with their mask on, okay? Now, uh, some of them, I'm, I'm guessing, were vaccinated. I, I saw a picture of um, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I don't think they were riding in the limo. The shot of the two of them, and and the the caption was "Mask Up America." They've both been vaccinated, and and they were in a car together. They're not going to give, they're not they're not going to give COVID to each other. They've both been vaccinated. They're inside a car. What would you possibly be? What what reason would you have for wearing a mask? Now, if you're walking down a, a residential street in Mount Lebanon. And I saw a, a one woman walk down the street. Um, she came. She might have. She might have taken her kid to school or something. But she walked uh, away from the main drag. Where, you know the public section, the 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 the, the uh, where the stores and everything are on Beverly Road. She walked up one of the main the residential streets. She kept her mask on all the way up her street uh, and to her house and to her front door. And, and she walked into her house with the mask on. I'm hoping she doesn't have it on right now. I hope she took it off, but as I'm looking at this, I'm, I, I'm, it's just, I, I, would, I, I know you can't do it, but I'd like to tap her on the shoulder and say, excuse me, ma'am, you're wearing, if you wear a mask, it's to protect yourself from infection or protect me from being infected by you. You are walking down a residential street. There are no people within 300 yards of you, and you have a mask on. What? Is it that's out there that could possibly infect you as you're walking down the street if you didn't didn't have your mask on? Uh, I I don't get it. It's still out there. Here we are. We're end of March, and it's still happening. I thought maybe when I went uh, for my walk today that I would see a little different, but Mount Lebanon is obsessed with masks, and I don't get it, but everybody had them on. I think I saw two or three people who didn't. If I saw ten people, eight or nine of them had masks. Um and it's and it's pretty scary, but uh, um, and no end in sight. There's the they're still saying that even if you get a vaccination, keep wearing the mask. Well, if I have no interest whatsoever in getting a vaccine, uh, getting a shot, that's not going to uh, allow me to stop wearing a mask when I go into a restaurant. Uh, what what what? If it doesn't do that, what's the purpose of it? What what am I doing it for? I don't know. I'll be right back. My name is Namrita Singhujral. I am a filmmaker and an immigrant. My film, America's Forgotten, uncovers the unintended consequences of a broken immigration system. The seven-year-old girl died in the desert. This child came from the country of India. I'm living in the child. I can go to the police. I never expected this journey would lead me to a truth that I never intended to find. A great pillar of the community was killed by a man who had been deported at least twice. The public would be outraged if they knew the truth. 
I found how much Americans are being lied to regarding our immigration policies at the border. My friends, my industry, even my family all rallied against the final message of this film. All credits had to be hidden for fear of retribution. If you care about the future of America, you should watch America's Forgotten. For additional savings, enter promo code Pittsburgh at checkout at SalemNow.com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. It's totally normal to be constipated with belly pain, straining, and bloating again and again. No way. You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC. Linzess or linaclotide is a prescription that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives to help relieve belly pain and let you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than six, and it should not be given to children six to less than eighteen. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Lens S and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor today. You may be able to save on Lens S and make fewer trips to the pharmacy. See if you're eligible to pay as little as $30 for 90 days. Visit LensS.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Sponsored by Abbey and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. If you're a radio listener, one thing I'm certain of is that you're not tuning in to listen to me. So I'm sorry about the next 45 seconds. But we have specifically chose this station because we think we're similar and we'd love for you to see why our mortgage team might be a good fit for you or someone you care about. One, we've got a direct lender advantage. Our mortgage team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender. There's no middleman, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. An advantage that often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money. Two, our faith is a big deal to us, and we're open about that. If we seem like a fit for you, we'd love to talk. We are United Faith Mortgage. UnitedFaithMortgage.com. Nice. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to AnimalistConsumerAccess.org. Corporate Animalist number 1330. Brian Breck, number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. I couldn't speak or walk. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. Head to toe, everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. From executive producer and MyPillow founder Mike Lindell comes the hilarious new faith-based comedy, Church People, with a special guest appearance from Mike himself. Church People is a hilarious, heartwarming reminder that the gospel is enough. It all starts when America's youth pastor, Guy Sides, realizes he's stuck in the megachurch marketing machine and wants to find his passion again. But when Guy attempts to get back to the heart of ministry, he is thrust into the throes of dissuading his misguided church leadership from performing a strange and potentially blasphemous stunt for the upcoming Easter service while navigating his own personal problems. Church People will leave you laughing out loud while ultimately reminding you of the true meaning of the gospel. Watch Church People at SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. Use promo code MOVIE for additional savings. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, speaking of um, mask stupidity, um, 
If I don't know if when the uh, amusement park Kennywood uh, is going to open, um, but uh, if it's like it's if they do out here what they do out in California, uh, there'll be there will be no screaming on the roller coasters. Thank you very much. Um, this California Attractions and Parks Association is behind a plan that would encourage riders to remain silent while barreling through the air on roller coasters to prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Uh, Face covering usage and or modifications to seat loading patterns will be required on amusement park rides to mitigate the effects of shouting. Additionally, on rides, guests generally face in one direction. Uh, This is how anybody would set foot in an amusement park if you have to wear a mask the whole time you're there. Just... If it's that bad, just forget it. Just keep everything closed, everything, until there's no trace of the disease anywhere. And then I got this. This is from the College Fix. I've tested negative for COVID-17 COVID seventeen times this semester. My school still forces me to mask outside alone. It says here I've tested, this is a girl, Leela Gallery. I've tested negative for COVID-17 times, ditto my whole floor, residence hall, and every student on campus. We're required to test twice per week, after all. It's safe to say that if someone got COVID, it's been caught, and that person is quarantining. However, Mount Holyoke Holyoke College's community compact says that, quote, masks or cloth face coverings are required when in the presence of others and when outside or of your personal room, including outdoors. It doesn't matter what the conditions are. I can be walking outside without a single soul in sight, and I still have to wear a mask. I can be sitting alone in one of the massive common rooms my school offers, and yet I still need to wear a mask. This is what they're making people do on college campuses. Again, if it's me and if it's my kid, you're not going. You're coming home. Not doing it. Not not uh, not allowing my kid to be a part of that stupidity outside nobody around walking on campus with a mask on last thing here i i should have uh, i would have liked to have spent more time with christy Noam. she's disappointing me uh, out in south dakota you know i think she's a superstar but she uh she's chickening out a little bit on the um on the title nine thing and with the transgender and not allowing uh transgender women or men to compete against uh, males, to compete against females, and she's backing off of that. She's she's okay with it K through 12, but she's she doesn't want to do it with colleges because apparently she's afraid of what the NCAA will do. Uh, maybe cancel some tournaments, do things like that, not not allow the South Dakota schools to participate. And very disappointed. I'll see how that develops, but right now she's off my list for that. She she she's like a typical Republican. Gutless. Talk to you tomorrow. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners owners of South Coast Coast Tax. We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge.